Welcome to a special edition of the Blue Collar Nation podcast, where Eric and Larry bring you the best and brightest minds in the blue collar world to help us weather this unprecedented storm. And now, on to the show. Hello, it's Larry from Blue Collar Nation, and I'm here with my spectacular business partner, Mr. Eric Sprague, the Tech Whisperer. How are you today, Eric? Doing well. How are you? I'm great, and we've got a, a wonderful interview today. I'm totally excited to get a totally different perspective. I'm looking forward to hearing from Dennis Heyman, who has a Zoom Drain franchise, and he also has a long background in plumbing. So, Dennis, how are you today? Doing great. Yeah. Dennis is up in Seattle, and um, that's where, uh, what would you call it, ground zero for the uh, virus coming in this country? Well, it sure was, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So, Dennis, you know, I think what we're really interested in is we've had a lot of people on talking about different strategies and keeping your mindset good and all that. But most of the people that have been on haven't been in your situation where you're seeing it so close up. And I mean, you guys are kind of the test crash dummy for the rest of us in, in a way, you know, because yeah. you're yeah. having to figure it out from scratch. So I was really wanting to have you on so that we could hear maybe the, the, the things that went well and the things that didn't go well. And that kind of gives guys in our industry maybe a, a glimpse into the future if, if it hits their area like it hit yours. Sure. So maybe just start out like what happened when this was all going on for you? Like how did it kind of come to be? Yeah, so it's it's I'm having a hard time remembering actually. It was it seems like so long long ago. I think it was maybe a month ago. We had a Monday and a Tuesday where we were down. Um, literally, we we only had twenty percent of the calls that we had. So if we would have had a hundred calls, we only had twenty calls a day wow. for two days. Wow. So Monday, so we had a bang in uh, February, and the weekend. And then all it happened over the weekend, the news hit, the scare started, um, found out that Costco was overflowing with customers. There were lines out and we're like, what is going on? And my service manager called me and said, hey, I'm at Costco and you will not believe this. It's worse than Thanksgiving, you know? And so that happened Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, it was like the lights went out as far as business. Uh, because the news hit and everybody was just kind of in a state of panic. Yeah. Freaking yeah. out. Toilet paper. That's when the first news about toilet paper happened. It's like, what are you talking about? Toilet paper. You know, and so Monday, Tuesday happened. And so for us, Wednesday morning is our service meeting. And so um, we address it Wednesday morning. So then what, what action did you take? So, you, you're, you know, you're down 80% on calls for a couple of days. So what was your mindset like, okay, what do we have to do? And, and then what happened? So we were blindsided in 2008 by the recession. Uh, we, you know, we were younger. We had no idea about what that meant. Uh, and that hit us. We had the best month ever. We had had the best year ever. And then we got hit upside the head and, and, and got through that. So when this happened, we always knew how we would operate. And so my partner, Kimberly, and I were on the same page. As soon as Monday was slow and then Tuesday was slow, we were like, this is real. And we only had a five minute discussion. We like, Hey, we're going to cut hard and fast. Right. Yep. And she takes care of the office. I take care of the field. And, uh, so Wednesday morning, uh, we just addressed it with the 
whole crew. We were very assertive. Um, told them what was going on, that we'd been here before. I, I said, things are way different. There's not an abundance of calls anymore. Now every call counts. People were never having plumbers out for fun, but now they really aren't. Yeah, right. So, so there's no reason not to sell something. And don't. there's no more blow and go concept. It's like, this call sucks. I'm going to go to another call. Like, you know how it gets when there's an abundance of calls? Yeah, you start cherry picking. You start cherry picking. Yeah. So my like, guys, it's completely different. It's changed. I go, trust me, my mind is completely different. I am thinking a completely different way and you just switch gears fast. I use a bicycle analogy. In the Tour de France, when you're cruising along the, the lake and then all of a sudden you hit the bottom of the Alpe Huez and going uphill, if you don't switch gears and or stand up, you're going to fall over and crash. Right. And you can't bitch about the hill. The hill's in front of you, right? Like you just got to buckle down and, and, and go for it. You're going to go slower. And that's where legends are made, right? Yeah, exactly. Well. Exactly. Yeah. Legends yeah. are made. So, so I had you, that meeting with my whole crew Wednesday morning. So did you actually have to cut some guys loose? Yeah. So uh, Thursday morning we cut our, our weakest tech, our weakest um, office person, and our weakest apprentice. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was done on Thursday. Sure. Yeah. And that's painful. And then the, yeah. And then the word went out and we told them why we did it. And it kind of sent a message that we were, Serious. Yeah. Because it goes from abundance, right? Abundance to, it happens so fast here. We went from abundance to, okay, you got to be careful on every call. And what was really interesting, guys, was the message I got back was people felt assured that we knew what we we're doing and had a plan. Right. And so you, it, it let them know that we were serious, but they also felt assured that we knew what we were doing. Yeah. Good. And so that feels good because they're like, oh, great, I have a leader in yeah, charge yeah. of this you stepped up and you led yeah. i mean and, and honestly i don't know if you really knew what you were doing you're just reacting with a plan practically and not a reaction i mean we all were through this in 2008 and we developed skills as business owners yeah but in a way you have to act like a leader mm -hmm. and what you did was real valuable and i'm just reinforcing this because many other people are going through this what do i do what do i do step up and act like a leader. That's the first thing you got to do. And that sounds yeah. like that's exactly what yeah. you guys did. Yeah. So what about marketing? Did that change at all? Is everybody there? Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people use this. Go ahead, Eric. You said, what was your question? We lost you. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Um, I'm up in the mountains of Utah. So sorry. Uh, no, I said, what about marketing? What, uh, did anything change there for you guys? Yeah, right away I put out, well, not, um, kind, kind of. We put out a video right away. I made a two-minute video explaining we're still here, we care, we're being safe, we're taking care of these precautions, and uh, we're in essential service, we're gonna be here to serve toilets, water heaters, all that stuff doesn't know there's a virus, right. so we're still here to serve. I did it for both companies. I did a two minute video. I have a guy that um, I use for our social media. We're pretty strong on social media. And so when he came on Wednesday, I says, hey, we gotta make this video, this is why. And so that's what we did. And so we had two videos, one for both companies and we've been pushing those out on LinkedIn, Facebook, sure. Instagram. 
Yeah, I've been, I've seen those. They're they're really good. Um, and then what about like are people starting to have you in because almost they're home so much more that there are more service issues? I mean, is that happening too? Kind of, yeah. It's, we're, the the calls are. So the calls did pick up, right? Those first two days were really tough, right? And then it kind of eased up a little bit and it's kind of been sporadic. Our guys have work every day. Like we don't have guys sitting at home with nothing to do. But um, like yesterday or the day before when the governor had not made, there was rumor that he was going to make an announcement that there's a lockdown. And that kind of seemed like a really slow day. It just felt like everybody was waiting for that to happen. Right. And the phone didn't ring much. And then it kind of eased up. And then now, just yesterday at midnight, it went out that no, uh, not even construction can be in operation right now, only uh, service and repair companies. And so yeah. that kind of seemed to cause a little lull as well. Um, but what I, I asked our, dis, our, our CSRs what they're hearing, and customers are saying, um, well, I'm stuck at home. And I might as well get this done, right? And right. so, like Boeing got laid off, so that's like sixty thousand employees or something like that with pay. Wow! Right. So you got all these. They're definitely going to be having you in. Yeah, yeah with so, pay. So then, are they asking what you're doing to protect them as your guys come? Because I think that would be my question. Like, I would want you to come and do the work, but you know, how do I know who's coming in and how you're going to protect me and my family? Yeah, so we're being flexible on that. Like, it's really interesting. So we're ready with everything. We've got, I handed out masks and gloves and we got all that, we got all the stuff. And different customers are different. Some people are like, oh, come on in. No, that's bullshit or whatever, right? They just, right. whatever, come on in. And so we still come in with our gloves and our, our, our mask and, and we're careful. But other people are completely freaked out. Like, stand over there. Yeah. And sure. so we've coached our guys to be flexible. Like we're taking universal precautions. Yeah. Um, but every customer's uh, are different. And so we're, some people don't want to touch our iPad. You touch it. Like, okay, so is this the option that you want? Okay, we'll press the button for you. Right. And others are, are not, we wipe it down for them. We've got alcohol cloths, wipes, sure. and then they use it. So no, we've been I mean, flexible with that. And we run into people that are so scared. There's a, I think we're servicing a lady this morning finally that she had a leak that was actually leaking, but they were terrified to have someone to their house. Yeah. And what so finally, your, I think we're going out today. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. What about your guys on the other side? Are your guys worried about going into homes? Are no. They, they have, okay, well, that's good. They're, that's, they're that's plumbers, great. man. <laughs> well, I've had a caution. I'm like, hey, this is different. Like, like one thing I do is I do, I, I still do laundry. Like I'm here in the office. And so we have apprentices and stuff do it. But um, especially now that there's no one coming to the office, just one at a time here and there, I'm doing laundry. My hands are in it every day. Oh yeah. And, so you got to be careful yourself then as well. Yeah. But I, I told the guys, this is a new virus. So we don't maybe have the immune for this virus. So don't, don't beat your chest. This is a new thing. Yeah, exactly. So, um, what do you think that, you know, I, I'm happy to hear that you're saying that people are still saying, come do work, you know, because I would think where you are, people having seen what's happened would be, you know, way on high alert and not want anybody to come. So, but what do you, so what do you think the mindset 
collectively is up there about how to cope with this new normal or this situation? I mean, how are people reacting just in general? It feels like it's getting, it's tougher. Like I sent a message out, we use the Marco Polo app. So I communicate with all my guys through, it's, you know, a, it's like a text, yeah, uh, a video text. And so I put a word out two days ago. It seemed like, you know, as news comes out, it's always changing. Yeah. And it seemed Every like really contagious and more serious and more people dying. And so I just put a word out there because there was some kind of casualness. The guys are kind of joking around and, you know, hitting elbows and kicking feet. And I'm like, hey, guys, it's, there's a sentiment has changed. And people are more fearful and more afraid and more cautious. And so if you show up joking around, it's not going to go over well. No. And so take a deep breath, calm down, and, and make sure that you mirror your customer. And uh, you're going to run into more people that are more afraid, including my wife. Um, so I just brought it home and said, got to calm down. And, and uh, this is serious. And yeah. Whether you think it is or not, your customer does. And if you come off as, as joking around about it, it's not going to go to well. Yeah. No, no, not at all. <clears throat> and that's, you know, Larry and I talk all the time about how important it is to, I mean, you've seen, I think, our, our morning tech videos, you know. Yeah. It isn't about what you feel as the technician. It's about what your customer feels. So. I love what you said when you said you have to mimic your customer. You, you do, you know, you have to be cognizant as a field service technician that you're behaving in a way that they feel is correct and acceptable. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, uh, and that can be taught, <laughs> you know, and that's what you're doing. And that's what you're doing though. It sure you're, can, yeah. you're leading it's them. It's so. back to the theater of business where you have to, you know, create that theater for them that you're doing all the things you possibly can for them. And the techs have to let the, make the client comfortable as they're performing per se. Yeah. Yeah. You know. yeah. So I think, Oh, go ahead. Go, Sorry. I think one of the biggest, one of my biggest fears since 2008 was all these young, all these young techs out there have not gone through a tough time. Right. There's always been an abundance. And so, Probably every six months I'll have a meeting about about that. Oh, good. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So I'm sure we are. You ready? Don't be worried about getting back to normal. What if this is the new normal? What if there is only two calls or one call a day? Right. Yeah. So yeah. don't don't wish it was different. Wish you were better, right? And get better. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. No, that's a good point. So Dennis, I don't. I don't. We don't want to take your whole day. We know you're a busy guy running two plumbing companies, but. And doing so laundry. Just in yeah, doing laundry. <laughs> in in summary, for you know, a lot of parts of the country that haven't experienced this yet, like you have, and by the looks of it, probably will. What yeah. would you say to those other guys who own electrical companies, plumbing companies, carpet cleaners? Like, what would you say to them if if you were talking to them directly? to help them prepare for this, for what you've already had to be and are currently going through? Um, I'd say get your, if there is personal protective equipment, get it now, if it's still out there. Um, hand it out. I think it's 
really important to let these guys know what's important. And to, to, okay, you may not care because a lot of these guys feel strong and Superman, and they don't need it. They're young. <laughs> yeah, they're young. It doesn't affect the young, right? <clears throat> so this maybe it is for you, but if you don't care about it, your customer does. So still use it and mirror your customer and, and, and care. And then the biggest thing is, uh, as far as the sales piece, there's no more abundance of calls. So take every, they didn't have you out for fun. Like they, some people feel like they're risking their life to have you come out. Yeah. So don't just go and throw a quote out there and they don't like it and take off, you know, figure it out and serve your community. Right. And it's not so much about, you know, some guys really get into the sales piece of it. We really try not to do that. We really try to give options and let people buy from us. But more than ever, if they don't buy, that doesn't make any sense. Like you're just making people more sick or exposing more people. So yeah. figure it out, come up with an option that, that works for them. Uh, make the call count for some well, good sales. Larry well. and I know that from, you know, going through the recession, you know, when yeah. we go out and do bids, you know, every single one was important because you didn't know when the next bid was going to be. Right. So you want to get some work, <laughs> you know, Absolutely. they've had you into the house, so you better make something happen. Right. Exactly. Totally. Yeah. I like your uh, sales technique to say, listen, you don't want to spread the virus by having more people come in here. Let's just do this. Absolutely. Because that's a socially responsible yeah. response. Yeah. Perfect. Which is good. Yeah. All yeah, right. right well, Dennis, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. That was really interesting because I think it's giving people some insight into what their future might look like down the road and hopefully yeah. that will help them. Very good. And this, and this will uh, someday be a story that we tell. Yes, exactly. We're looking forward to it. Let's hope. All right. Thanks a lot. Take awesome. Care. Take care guys. Bye. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Nation podcast. For more information on what Eric and Larry do, please visit www.morningtechmeeting.com or visit us on our Facebook page, Blue Collar Consulting. Thank you and see you back here next week with another amazing episode of the Blue Collar Nation podcast.